Hey there, welcome to the Golden Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Hockham, photographer and founder of the Golden Brand. What is it that drives you forward even when the next step feels like jumping off of a cliff? On the Golden Brand Podcast, we focus on seeing the unseen, bringing moments to life. Join me for conversations with creatives, embracing curiosity, possibility, and pivots. On this podcast, we focus on the moment you realize your idea has legs, and we uncover what happens next. Welcome to the Golden Brand Pod. We're so glad you're here. Hey there, welcome back to the pod. This week, I have a question for you. So I'm not going to be able to see you, but go ahead and just humor me here. Raise your hand if you've participated in a challenge before. Now this can be a free challenge, a challenge you volunteered for, or one you set for yourself. I'm curious to know, how did it go? Were you able to complete the challenge or was there some drop off? What did you take away from that experience? Today, I want to share with you how I designed our popular eight-week self-portrait challenge inside the studio, and I also want to talk about why I created it, what the parameters are around it, and how you can use these ideas and concepts to create your own challenge container. I have been running the self-portrait studio challenge for over two years now, and then prior to launching the membership, I ran it for free for about a year before I actually launched it as part of the Self Portrait Studio membership. So I've taken my experience with that and the parts of the challenge that I believe make it really successful, and I've broken that down here for you in three different parts. And the first part that I want to get into is in order for a challenge to be really successful, you have to be ready for change. If you find yourself lit up by the idea of a challenge, it's probably because you are ready for a change. Or on the other hand, if you're feeling okay where you are at the moment, and maybe you're just wanting a little improvement, that's great too. You can keep rolling on from where you currently are. That's absolutely fine. However, a challenge is meant to challenge you. It's right there in the word, right? Change is actually part of the word challenge. So the first thing to accept when you are creating a challenge or participating or even deciding what challenge to participate in is to accept that it will change you and you have to be willing to do different things in order for that change to happen. You kind of have to go into it knowing that the same rules no longer apply and with your eyes wide open for what comes next. So we're good with that, right? We are going to be willing to change. We're going to ask ourselves before we move into a new challenge if the change this challenge provides is what is desired. That seems pretty simple, right? Okay, here comes the second part. Creating the container is also key to the success of a challenge, whether you're participating in one or listening to this episode because you want to create one for yourself. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story here. I happen to be an expert car packer. (laughs) Seriously, give me assorted luggage, a dog crate, suitcases, 
pillows, a cooler, squashy tote bags and duffels, and I will pack that car to perfection, leaving enough room for the driver to safely see out of all the windows while also keeping the cooler accessible for easy road trip snack access without needing to move the dog crate aside to do so. So for any challenge, any challenge, whether it's packing the car or deciding what social media challenge you want to get on board with next, it's important to not only pick the right container, but to also pick the right period of time. Now you want this period of time to push up against your edges, allowing for wins, but at the same time, you don't want it to be so rigorous that it breaks you. And there's a fine line there. And by the way, I want to say this is why those one-year-long challenges, New Year's resolutions also apply, or (laughs) trying to pack the car the night before a road trip just doesn't work. Something will inevitably come up at the last minute and cut off your momentum, right? This has probably happened to you. You've probably signed up for a challenge to read a certain number of books in a year or to lose a certain amount of weight in a year, only to find two, three months in, life has happened. Things that you could not foresee are now in the way and you've lost your momentum and you're starting to feel frustrated. Quite possibly, you're starting to take it personally and feel like it's just you, right? If you, Especially if you've had those conversations with yourself about seeing things through. And it may affect you so much that it will actually diminish and cancel out any success that you may have achieved up until that point. And so we don't want that to happen. That's why creating the container and creating the timeline for a challenge is worth taking a little bit of time to investigate and to really, really get a feel for. Too short, you're not gonna get the desired effect. Too long, you will just end up being frustrated. And frustration is not what we want. We want wins. And we want that Goldilocks period of time where the challenge is equal to the wins and everyone leaves on a high note. So in my opinion, the best length of time for this is no longer than three months, that's 12 weeks, and no fewer than six weeks. Goldilocks spot for me is eight weeks. That is the sweet spot, allowing enough time for the change to stay changed before you take on the next challenge. And I'll give you some examples of this and go into a little bit more detail with how an eight week period of time actually breaks down and plays out. This is proven to be true in the self-portrait studio. With the eight week time frame as the challenge container, members can forecast their schedules and expectations with a clear finish line in sight. And for me, running the challenge at the eight week length of time again and again allows me to predict where members might start to wane and drop off in the challenge. And I'll share a little bit more insight on that in a minute. But over the past two years, having hosted a version of this challenge dozens and dozens of times, there is always without fail, no matter the participants involved, no matter the prompts, there is always a drop off at the halfway point. 
And this happens as the changes that members are making really begin to take effect. It also happens to be around week four that their nervousness, their big adrenaline rush or anxiety around learning how to work their tripod and remote trigger to find their light, their angles, just their general nervousness about doing something completely new and out of their comfort zone starts to calm down a little bit. They're over the initial learning curve of the tech and the how-to phase, and they begin to get a little bit more comfortable. They begin to relax. They begin to get settled. They begin to maybe forget what their initial intentions were for starting the challenge in the first place, and they might start to feel like this is the actual finish line. Now, if the challenge was to end at this point, they would walk away with fancy new sets of skills that they may or may not ever reach for again, right? But they would leave with a sense of accomplishment. Now, it is not the accomplishment they were hoping for, though, at the beginning of the challenge. And that is why the next four weeks are so important. This is the integration phase where what they are learning can now be explored and integrated and have a lasting changed effect. It's important at this point of the challenge that their progress is recognized and play, curiosity, and flexing those new skills to the fullest is rewarded. And how we do this in the self-portrait studio is with weekly feedback. So members receive community feedback from their peers and they receive feedback from me. I do this in written form on a weekly basis, and I do this live once a month where members can bring their photographs to the call and I give them feedback on pose, lighting, we troubleshoot, I give them tips to consider the next time they sit for their next self-portrait session. Give them a little bit more feedback than what they are receiving in the moment sitting for their portrait. And that's really important because we all need some kind of feedback or reward to stay motivated. Now, we will also, at this point, when the dip starts to happen and everybody shows up with their week four photos and they're just not quite feeling it, the shoot didn't come out as they wanted it to, it doesn't look like what they had imagined or planned in their heads. And I'll start asking questions. Did you go back to the foundational principles of the self-portrait studio? Did you revisit your intention? Did you stop and take time to get inspired for this particular photo shoot? And the answer at that point is usually no. I sat down, I did the shoot, and it didn't turn out like I wanted it to. And that just illustrates my point above that they are getting comfortable and maybe start becoming a little bit disconnected from their original intention for the challenge. So the halfway point in any challenge, and especially in the case of the eight week challenge in the self-portrait studio is a really good time to go back to your goals and your intentions and your resources that you laid out in the beginning for your challenge. So here's three questions you can ask at this point when you start to have that dip. The first one, am I on track? 
The second one is, do I need to make any adjustments to this challenge? And I have some tricks for that, which are really fun to try to implement. And I'll give those to you at the very end of the episode. So stay with me a little bit longer. And the third question is, am I utilizing my resources for this challenge to the fullest? And this is usually what needs to be addressed around week four as we begin to get comfortable and maybe move on autopilot through our challenge. Now, this brings me to the last element of a successful challenge, and that is space and repetition. And repetition might surprise you. That might be something that you don't typically associate with a challenge because challenges, especially as we see them on social media and as they're used in online marketing, they are usually very disposable, right? Or they're usually used as an entry point to get bite-sized wins before you tackle something bigger. But we look at that a little bit differently in the self-portrait studio. And again, this is based on what I've learned after seeing people go through this eight-week container again and again. It's important to remember that challenge and change is meant to happen in bursts. As humans, we need space between learning and up levels to integrate our new skills to create a lasting change. And that is the point of having any challenge. It's not to surmount a goal so that you can then start biting on your new challenge. It is to create a change and then just be with it. And I know it's tempting to consume new concepts and check them off your list and move on. But what if you allowed a little bit more space in between personal challenges to play? Space to improve. Then what if you were to go back and revisit the challenge again with this new perspective? What could you create then from this new place? What can you learn about yourself now? And how is your vision and creativity forever altered from that experience? So let's go back to my car packing story. (laughs) I didn't get to be an ace car packer from packing the car for one road trip. Mm -mm. No, no, no. I pack the car for every road trip. Repetition and the addition of new material keeps the challenge fresh for me. So here's an example. On a recent trip to Portland, my son wanted to bring his awkwardly shaped violin on the trip. And I don't know if you've seen a violin case, but it doesn't fit in neatly between the other items that are usually more of a square shape that get packed in the car. But great, I'm up for the task, right? Okay, now let's just say for fun, if I had to pack the car professionally or every day, it would eventually become mundane. It would lose its spark for me. It's too many challenges in a row. I am not getting time to integrate. I'm not getting time to celebrate my wins, to feel good about the individual accomplishments. It's just this long line of cars and families about to go on road trips, all waiting for me to pack them up for them, right? I already sound exhausted just thinking about that. (laughs) So that's why repetition works best with space between challenges. In the self-portrait studio, we revisit a core group of prompts for the eight-week challenge because the repetition brings new awareness. It unlocks new skills, but we also leave space in between to breathe and to really be in it before we take on the next 
challenge. And this is why we have members who have been in the studio since the beginning, who continue to revisit the eight-week challenge again and again and again. Okay, so we're going to leave space and repetition for now, and we're going to get into my final point, which is your motivation. This sounds pretty logical, but we all sign up for things that we're not prepared to complete. So if a challenge doesn't bring you closer to your personal goals, it isn't worth it. You're not going to do it. Now I can incentivize, I can inspire, I can try to rally all day long, but at the end of the day, people aren't going to do anything that they don't want to do. You have to be ready. You have to want to make the change for the challenge to work. So your motivation is the final key parameter to a successful challenge. Now I want to acknowledge here that being motivated doesn't mean that you aren't nervous or feeling trepidation. Mm -mm. It simply means that you want the change more than you want to remain where you are. And for our members, that means feeling invisible, self-critical, or afraid to take up space. As paralyzing as those things can be, and as difficult as it is to face them by getting on camera and doing the thing they are afraid to do, that is what the motivation is. That's what needs to happen for them to create the change that they want. So friends, those are the parameters of a successful challenge. One that allows measurable success within a certain time frame and container while guaranteeing a particular outcome or change. Simple, right? Okay, now I promised you we would play with this a little bit at the end of this episode, and here's where you get to work your own magic. Here's where things get fun. And I want to say, if you're listening to this episode and ideas are popping into your head and you're thinking of ways to create your own personal challenge around a goal, you're going to love this next part. Try experimenting with the parameters to vary the challenge. You all know the scientific method, right? You have your container, you have your measurements, you have your materials, you vary the heat, you vary the light, you vary the amount, you vary the time of exposure to get different results. That's what we can start playing with in the challenge container. For example, what happens when you change the container itself or you change the timeline? And I'll give you an example of what I mean. During our last May 2023 round of the eight-week self-portrait studio challenge, I decided to play with the timeline and the container for my own self-portraits using the same set of prompts given to the members. Instead of eight weeks, I gave myself 20 minutes. <laughs> Instead of multiple sets and setups and locations, I made the container one space, one white wall, and an armful of props. And the results were so gratifying. In fact, if you want to see the video for it, I will link the YouTube episode for you in the show notes. But I spent time repeating and iterating the same eight-week prompts in a fresh new way and was really able to get into the groove of the shoot 
without being pulled out of my creativity to change spaces or begin anew the next day. And in fact, exploring this change and playing with the parameters of the container allowed me to come up with a bunch of new ideas for the self-portrait studio members in our next level. If you're not familiar what the next level is, it is our alumni group that has completed at least one eight-week challenge. So I will be running the self-portrait studio modules and I will be teaching them live starting September 7th. And it's such a good way to integrate everything that you've learned from inside the self-portrait studio course to get time with me and then i give you extra creative tools and tidbits to really send your self-portrait experience over the top and then once you finish that you move into the eight-week challenge so our next level alumni members will also be participating in the eight-week challenge but they're going to do a speed round which is going to be very similar to the 20 minute challenge that I set for myself. So I hope that this has given you a new outlook and a new perspective on the idea of challenges, whether you are choosing which challenge to sign up for next for yourself or whether you're thinking about creating your own challenge for your own personal goals. And if you want the full list of self-portrait photography prompts mentioned in this episode. They are available with the supportive resources like the five module self-portrait course, our process videos, our mood boards, our Lightroom editing videos, and more inside of the self-portrait studio. Go to thegoldenbrand.co and click on the membership tab to sign up and join. And remember, if you do so soon, you'll be able to join me live on the trainings that start September 7th. And that brings us to the end of another episode. I love to hear your thoughts and takeaways on these episodes, so let's keep the conversation going. Have a question you want me to answer on the pod? Drop me a line on Instagram. I'm at The Golden Brand Co. And then head on over to the website, thegoldenbrand.com, to learn how we can work together and to download our free and popular Ultimate Guide to Mood Board Mastery. Until next time, my friend, with love and lots of moxie, Lisa. Lisa.